What almost didn't happen in 2021, and in 2020, in fact, it didn't. We're talking about what used to be known as cotton ginning days. It's been rebranded as Heritage and Harvest Days, and we're talking today with Spencer Hall of Gaston County's Parks and Recreation Department about putting on an event in the middle of a pandemic, how we're going to keep people safe, and still have a good time enjoying some of the things that Gaston County residents have grown to love about this event. All right, so we're here on Savvy Citizen with Spencer Hall. Spencer, you're with the Parks and Recreation Department and uh, Marketing and Special Events Coordinator? That is correct. And how long have you been with uh, Gaston County's Parks and Rec Department? Next month will make three years. Were you part of the effort in 2019 to to help with the organization of, of Cotton Ginning Days? I was, yes. Okay. So if you can, just kind of walk us through a little bit about um, what's going to be different in uh, 2021 for what is now Heritage and Harvest Days compared to to what people uh, experienced two years ago. So with this this year's event, um, a couple of things that are going to be different was obviously the name change. Um, We kind of decided that uh, Heritage and Harvest Days was more of a broad spectrum of what the festival truly offers as opposed to cotton ginning days specifically because it is a lot more than just a cotton gin. Right. A couple of other things that people can expect this year that's a little bit differently than the 2019 event. We are doing, we'll have 50 local craft vendors, food trucks, festival foods. There will be some additions to the kids area. And then, as always, the Heritage Village with activities um, from the Historic Preservation Commission and from Gaston County, um, the Art and History Museum. Mm-hmm. And then also we have different a different group of local exhibitors that will come and have different booths set up with different activities. And then, of course, the engine show with the countless tractors and engines. As always, on Saturday, we have a couple of live bands. Um, we have the local favorite at, at 10 a.m., the Flowers Family. And then at 12 p.m., we'll have the Jones Brothers, American Holler at 2 p.m., and then Russ Bucket at 4 p.m. And the Flyers family, they've been, if I remember correctly, they're based out of Mount Holly, and they've, they've played, you know, different places in the area for, for quite some time now. Yes, yes, they have, and they've been kind of a favorite and a repeat band for our fall festival. So that is something that the locals definitely enjoy. Spencer, I'm super new to the area. I just started working at Gaston County, like, a couple of months ago and so this is totally new to me and it'll be my first time ever attending the festival so tell me what do I need to know about the festival going into it uh, do I need to bring anything with me uh, do I need to wear a mask so as far as bringing anything with you we really kind of you know the parking's free we have a free shuttle bus um, children's event of uh, activities they will have some costs on a couple of them like um, we'll have a cupcake walk in the kids' area. We'll have some carnival games in the kids' area, and then the food trucks. So really, just you know, things you know, cash to participate in that. And we will have some ATMs on site. Um, as far as masks, if you choose to use the shuttle bus from Gaston College, they are requiring a mask on the bus. And then if you, as far as the festival, if you feel that you can't safely social distance, you can always wear a mask during the festival. But it is not, we're not making it mandatory. So am I going to find like funnel cakes there? Because I'm kind of obsessed with funnel cakes and I think I need one. (laughs) Yes, yes. We will have about, there's going to be 12 food trucks. Half of those are festival foods. So like, you know, your funnel cakes, cotton candy, ice cream, popcorn. And then the other half will be 
like more of your your lunch items or your dinner items. So these these are definitely all the locale items. They're going to help people that are on a <laughs> diet, right? All the walking will counteract that. There yes, you all go. The <laughs> I was talking a little bit with with some of the folks that have been around Gaston County for a while, and they said that over the the three days the, in the past, like Cotton Jenning Days, now obviously Heritage and Heritage and Harvest Days, it draws a pretty significant number of people, right? Yes, yes, especially if the weather is nice. So we're, we're definitely keeping our fingers crossed for good weather. Yes, because in 2019 we got rained out on Sunday, but I think between the numbers for Friday and Saturday of that year, it kind of made up for Sunday. But, yeah, we're hoping for good weather this year so we can have a full three-day festival, especially since we had to cancel last year. And you guys are you're taking a lot of extra precautions in terms of being able to try to keep people safe in terms of like spacing out hay bales for seating areas for, for both food and then for the concert area, right? Yes. So that's just a few of the safety precautions. A couple of other safety precautions that we are implementing, we just in general, spacing out is kind of like the theme. So like our craft vendors, instead of doing each consecutive barn stall, we're only having a craft vendor in each, every other barn stall. So that'll give 12 feet in between each craft booth. And then we are having less food vendors just so we can space out the food vendors because that is usually in the past where the crowding has occurred. And so we're just trying to, you know, prevent any crowding if at all possible. Sure. And then there'll be limitations in areas where distancing is difficult, such as like the heritage village structures. Sometimes, you know, this little tight in those spaces and then the cotton gin, we are going to limit it to like just one family at a time in those smaller areas. Mm. And then, like, bathrooms, you know, we'll continue to clean those routinely. Um, and then having touchless hand sanitizing stations, they'll be placed throughout the festival grounds just for everybody's convenience and just to make, you know, everybody's hygiene, sanitizing and all that. Makes sense, especially when you've got, like, kids. And, <laughs> you know, as, as somebody that's got a six-year-old daughter, I can definitely relate to, like, oh, my gosh, what were you just touching and now you put something in your mouth? That's great. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. Well, and, you know, with all the tractors and everybody riding, you know, you do want to make sure our hands are being cleaned. Because some of the, you know, just being outside and in the hay bales and in the different activities that will be offered, you just want to make sure our hands are clean, especially to dig in that festival food with. I know Elizabeth had, had asked about the funnel cakes. Do you have kind of a, a favorite part of the event that's something that you always look forward to? Of course, the food. You can't go wrong there. But also, Gamtra does the uh, Parade of Power, and that's kind of cool to watch because they kind of have all of the different tractors and engines, and some of them are very antique. So it's just cool to see those in action, and they'll kind of parade around. On Friday, they'll parade around Dallas, downtown Dallas, mm -hmm. but then on Saturday, they'll go around Dallas Park. So it's just nice to see some of those old antique engines up and running and with their new you know, paint jobs and freshly cleaned, and it's just it's kind, of, it's kind of interesting to watch because it's not something that you see often. And, and for folks that don't know, kind of what, what is GAMTRA? Because I know it's an organization that you guys partner with to put this event on. So GAMTRA stands for Gaston Agricultural Mechanical and Textile Restoration Association. And that's a group that we've partnered with um, all the 34 years of Cotton Jenny Days now, Heritage and Harvest Days. And they just kind of, you know, we do the logistical side of things, we, you know, the festival side, they kind of take care of the tractor, engine, all the exhibitors, and like the, more of the textile history side of things is kind of what what they bring to the festival. 
Got it. That's awesome. I didn't know that an organization like that existed in Gaston County. That's very cool. Yes, it is. And they're, they're the ones who they maintain, like, the cotton gin, and they're the ones who will be running it. And then also the blacksmith shop and the machine shop in the Heritage Village itself. They oh. also maintain that and keep that running. A blacksmith? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. This sounds amazing. <laughs> It is, and, and they will have, they usually have someone in there running that, so you can kind of see, and it, I mean, it looks just like it would in like the early 1900s, late 1800s, so it is kind of neat to see, things, like, those antique structures up and running just as they were, were, like, in their prime. So it's a great kind of marriage of, you know, some fun modern-day activities with the, the food and the carnival games and you know, being able to, to give people kind of a, a window into Gaston County's past as well. Yes, exactly. Anything else about the event itself, about planning for it that, that people should know? I mean, it's it, it's October 8th, 9th, and 10th, um, all happening at Dallas Park, right? Yes, it is. One thing that is, it was new in 2019, um, and it was new to us, so we did not get the opportunity to advertise it prior to, but we are trying to make sure that we do this year the shuttle bus that goes from Gaston College this year they are requiring masks on that but also if you have children that are of the age of using car seats you do have to provide a car seat okay what we are doing to help with that is once you arrive at the festival grounds we have an area where you can check in your car seat it'll be at the senior center it's right where the bus um, will drop you off and then at the end you can come and pick up your car seat and take the shuttle back to your car. So I'm assuming the, the access buses, like if you're bringing a kid that's that's going to be in a car seat, like you may want to bring like a stroller. Is there the ability to, to bring those on the access buses as well? Yes. Usually um, people will bring strollers and have no issues with that. Spencer, you had said that the, one of the, the big changes from the kids' activities is that in the past there were, there were rides, and this year you've gone more towards carnival games because it's something that even some of the smaller kids would be able to do, right? Yes. So this year, the kids area, it will have more, you know, hands-on activities, more interactive activities, and kind of more educational activities as well. So in the past, the Boy Scout Troop 19 has been set up kind of behind the Heritage Village. This year, they're going to be in the kids' area, and they um, you make your own mallet, and then you can smash apples afterwards with that mallet. And then the Gaston County Natural Resources group will be out there with their educational hands-on. Um, they have a whole setup that they do. The pony rides will be back, but then in addition to carnival games, in place of the rides, we're doing pumpkin painting, a cupcake walk, and horses carriage rides. The, yes. the 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 mount smashing sounds cool. I think I may go out there and design an apple to look like the, the COVID thing that we've seen everywhere <laughs> and just smash yes. it and yeah. get some get some frustration out. <laughs> yes. I want to read. That's exactly what they want. Yeah. I want to live the um. What's that game? The fruit ninja. Oh yeah. Yeah, I want to live that in real life, but with a ham with a mallet. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. Yeah, I think I think that may be your biggest problem is you're gonna have you know kids trying to do that and all the parents trying to get in on you know smashing fruit instead. <laughs> I think we all have some yeah. pent up anger after a, a year of uh, COVID. Exactly, <laughs> we can release it mm -hmm. <laughs> finally. Hey, and that's a fundraiser for the Boy Scout Troop 19, so they will appreciate that, I'm sure. So I'll, the more the merrier with that. 
Absolutely. Oh, well, if it's for the Boy Scouts, then I have no choice but to participate. <laughs> right. And you got you to give them a, a, a helping hand because I feel like they're always at a disadvantage because the Girl Scouts have the cookies and it's like you can't <laughs> beat the cookies. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> the cookies are steep competition of popcorn. Yeah. But I don't know. If you like to eat like me, then you just get them both. That's true. <laughs> Equal opportunity helping I mean, both sides. These things are not, you can eat cookies and popcorn in the same sitting. That's true. That's all I'm saying. That's true. <laughs> yes, with no judgment. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, Spencer, thanks so much for, for taking some time with us today to, to talk about uh, Heritage and Harvest Days. We will keep our fingers crossed for, for good weather this year and excited to see folks out there. Great. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Thanks, Spencer.